forward, guys. My name is AJ, and I am joined by Thomas and Q. She's a runner. She's a track star. I would like to report that all of our brackets, including Q's imaginary bracket, are just absolutely busted. Just destroyed. My shit perfect. What you talking about? And Thomas, Thomas is actually with us, even though he said that he would be absent if Ohio State lost. So thank you, T, for being a good sport. We appreciate yeah. you being here. <laughs> um, so just to really get into March Madness as a whole, um, this has been the worst March Madness in terms of um, me ever selecting a bracket. I don't know about y'all. I lost oh, yeah. the very oh, yeah. first game. I took Virginia Tech over Florida, and I thought I had it in the bag when Virginia Tech, they hit a three-pointer to tie the game at the end of the fourth quarter, went to overtime, and they got shit on. And it's been downhill ever since. Yeah, this uh, – one thing I seen was um, analysts saying this is the perfect year for a, a non-power basketball school to actually win the national championship because it's it's just all over the place. Like this, yeah. is, this is a, a horrible – well, this isn't a great year for college basketball. Like, this is one of the – the most anticlimactic years, I guess, for basketball I've ever seen. Um, it, it, maybe it's COVID. It just doesn't feel the same at all for college. College usually energetic, live. And it's just like, eh. Once your team moves, you're like, eh. All right, well, whatever. I think it's kind of because you don't have a lot of the big names in college this year either because yeah. obviously the NBA kind of did that little like path to the NBA thing where you could forgo college and – Go playing like, I get, I don't know if they're actually playing in the G League or not, with everybody else, or if they have their own, like separate one. But I know a couple of the big names went there. But other than like, Jalen Suggs and Cade Cunningham, there really isn't any. Evan Mobley. There's a couple big names in college, but nobody's really like, like you don't have like a Zion this year or, yeah, um, you know, t- people like that, but. With the bracket, man, I think I have one team that I picked in my Final Four is still alive, and that's Michigan. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I think like seventy-five percent of my Elite Eight's gone already. It, it you know, I don't. I, I don't. Wait, really so when did you take? Gon- when did Gonzaga's gone for you? I I didn't have Gonzaga making it to the Final Four. Oh, okay. Um. I had Ohio State in the Final Four. I had Illinois in the Final Four. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Michigan's the only the only team I still have in there. And yeah. Illinois was my winner. So Illinois I actually dog walk. I actually um, yeah they deleted the app after the first day because <laughs> I didn't need it anymore. Um, I was actually watching it on the computer with Hunter, the Oral Roberts in Ohio State game. And I was constantly flipping my mic back and forth between being muted and unmuted because I was I didn't want to like scream in his ear. <laughs> but boy, Oral Roberts, boy, all they do they shoot threes at a high level and they make all their free throws. See, I, I don't think I've seen. It. I can't. I can't even get mad at y'all because they went out and beat Florida. So yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Oral Roberts yeah, so. is Oral Roberts is really good, or they got luck on his side, or they got either or. The Loyola Chicago luck, which obviously didn't seem to run out. Yeah, so 
They they definitely looking good. Um, do can they beat Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Why, why can't be, they? They beat Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They can beat anyone. I don't. So that, I don't that'd see. Be crazy. They make it to the Elite Eight. So they can beat anyone. They got Arkansas, right? You said. Yeah. Yep. So Arkansas. They Arkansas. They'll play Baylor. Well, Baylor and Villanova. The winner of that game. Yep. It's. I, it's, I really think Loyola can beat Oregon State. I. I had oh, yeah. Oregon State actually going into uh, the Sweet 16, but I don't think I had them getting into the Elite Eight because oh, I had Oregon Illinois. State. Right, I had them playing Illinois. Um, but, I mean, they got the Sister Jean Magic. <laughs> whatever shit yeah, she's pulling. Whatever. You know, they were no, talking no, about no, she no. had like a scouting report in her prayer and stuff. Oh, she's praying all right. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's – it's nuts. I, it's crazy. Um, nah, one one surprise team for me is Syracuse for sure. Um, shout shout so, out to my step pops. But, it's uh, weird seeing them being a higher rank seed or uh, should they, I say lower uh, rank because they're they, number eleven. They've been horrible all year. Yeah, like they they've been horrible and they, they just turn up at the right time. Which so can't be mad. Did about you it. see um basically like how they kind of beat um West Virginia? No, no, no. They were up. They were up three, and they missed a free throw on purpose because West Virginia didn't have a timeout. Uh huh. And you know what? Uh, Boeing did. He he fouled. They were in the bonus, and he fouled to make them take two free throws instead of getting smart. a shot at a three. Real smart. And it's something that's, he's like. It's a high IQ play. Well, it's something he's like notoriously done over the years, and I always like. I never really like understood why and it kind of got on my nerves that he would do it until I got a little older and I was like oh no I understand exactly why he's doing it yeah it's it makes a lot of sense because you're essentially keeping it a two possession game at all times yeah but, that's, um, that's, that's some good Syracuse, right there boy Syracuse got a, a heck of a game going up against Houston to, yeah. uh next week yeah next week yeah let it be that Saturday? So, I would say, like, if you had yeah. to take away, you know, big names that are coming out of this tournament, you have um, the guy from Syracuse, Buddy. I don't know how to pronounce. Oh, last Buddy. Name. Uh, Buddy Boheim. Yeah. Buddy Boheim. Obviously, you know, Luca Garza is probably one of the better players in all the NCAA. I don't think he's going to be that good in the in the NBA. He's got like, to me, he's got like all the makings of being like. A Tyler Hansbro, he's gonna be great in college, but sure, not good in the NBA. Kate Cunningham, yeah, Kate Cunningham is, is that guy. Yeah, for Oklahoma State, Evan Mobley from USC, um, Jalen Suggs, like you, you said, have, um, yeah, from Gonzaga, right? Yeah, Cameron Crutwig from Loyola. He's the center. He's everyone that like. He's basically a meme for Loyola. But I mean, he's he's been playing his ass off. Uh, he's one of the sole reasons that you know they actually beat Illinois. Yeah. With the way that he played, you know, he played Can't thirty-three it? minutes, twelve rebounds, five assists, nineteen points. Pretty good stat line versus a number one seed. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing about March Madness is like, it's almost like it's kind of built for those 
older teams to play really well. Like yeah. Gonzaga normally plays really well in it, but how many times do you, they ever really have like a one and done or multiple right. one and dones? Very true. Um, you know, Butler was like it for, was like that for a long time. Nova. Yeah, you know, a lot of these teams that keep guys around for two, three years where they're like, all right, well, this is how the college game is going to work. We're just bigger than everybody now. Yep. Yeah. And I was talking I, I was talking about that at it. work today because it was like uh, minus Morrison and Kelly Olenek. Like, well, Morrison was a bust, but Kelly Olenek still in the league, great role player, all that stuff. Like Gonzaga, from my memory, hasn't produced any any – like great like, talent from the school well, they're, they're, to the NBA. They're starting to get a little better because you know they had a uh, Brandon Clark came out and um for the Wizards uh Rui Hashirama. Oh, oh, he went to Gonzaga. Yeah. Oh snap! Yeah, both of them oh, went straight. to Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. And Alonzo, uh, Alonzo Tri- Trier, Trier. I've, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I forget. He played for Sabonis. the Knicks. Sabonis went to Gonzaga. Oh. Oh, so, baby Sabonis. Yeah. Okay. Dem- Demantis Sabonis. Yeah, that's that's, that's little Sabonis. baby Sabonis. Yeah. So you know, Gonzaga's starting to get these. You know, these guys who turn out to be at least, like you said, Kelly Olynyk's a solid role player. He's never going to be a a star on the team, but obviously Sabonis made an All Star team this year. Yeah. You know, but they're and next year they they supposed to get on um, that seven foot monster. I forgot his name. Oh, um, oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Hold on, hold on. But yeah, so that they might start getting one and dones. Yeah, I mean, well, it only it only takes a couple seasons to get some one and dones, and and then you know you start just breeding them the way. Are you talking about uh, Chet? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then, you, everyone know he going to the league. Yeah, seven foot can dribble, can shoot. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what what else do you really want from them? <clears throat> yes, Saturday I bet every single game, and I think I went. If I remember, can't remember how many games. I think I was like six and seven or something like that. So I was like, okay, not too bad. And then Sunday was my downfall. Not only did I lose in my bracket, I was losing actual money. And I wasn't betting on games based on my bracket. I was just betting on, you know, what I thought was best. And to be honest with you, Uh I was not ready to play into the, this is like upset century weekend. I was like, no, the Sunday teams are going to pull it together. There's better matchups. They'll be fine. And I was completely wrong. So I was pretty down after uh, this weekend. If you ask me if I really care about March Madness going forward, right now, no, no, I do not. Oh uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the same boat. It is like I said, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. Teams get upset. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, it is whatever. missing the fans. Whatever, they got upset. Doesn't matter. It's missing the full crowd of fans because there are some fans there, like family and stuff like that. But it. It's missing, you need like, like the student section and it, things right. like that, right? Like these, some of these games, like it'd be insane. Would the smaller schools actually have won some of these based on, you know, fan attendance? Why? Mm-hmm. I don't see why they couldn't because it's not like it's a real home game. 
That's true, but if you got screaming well, fans. Well, bigger teams, I would yeah, say and they might not teams be with a bigger that. fan base that actually travel. Yeah. Because that was kind of the argument for the bubble for the NBA. Like, okay, put this into perspective. Purdue is way closer to Chicago or Indianapolis Indy, yeah. than North Texas. It, it would have definitely been like more of like – you probably would have seen more of a turnout from the Big Ten teams because yeah, so many of the Big Ten teams are centralized around Indianapolis, like a drive mm-hmm. to Indianapolis. Um, so, yeah, you would have got bigger games for that, but like some of the upsets like Florida and Oral Roberts. That's Florida and Oklahoma. Like, that's not – you know what I mean? That's true. So, yeah, I, I, I think, you know – it would come down to, I mean, still the better team's going to win. If you're shooting, if you play a team who goes 18 of 20 from the free throw line and you have a team that goes 9 for 20 from the free throw line, you know, nothing you can do about that. Fans are not. Fans are going to make it harder to shoot free throws than it would be in an empty gym. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, it, I mean, going into this weekend, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. There's some really good matchups. I think out of all the matchups – I'm really looking forward to Loyola versus uh, Oregon State. Um, Syracuse versus Houston. That should be a really good one. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably tune into Arkansas versus Oral Roberts as long as Oral Roberts keeps it close. I'm going to watch this USC versus Oregon because USC is coming off a a 34-point win against Kansas and Oregon, obviously beating Iowa by 15. So that's, that's going to sure be a they, good game. Pretty sure they already played each other because they're both in the uh, Pac-12. Yeah. But I, don't, I don't know the result of the game, but. Yeah, I know. I'd like I to see, no like to to see Alabama move on. Yeah, that would be nice. Alabama, a powerhouse it, in all sports. The only, the only uh, SEC team standing up there. So, Oh, actually, never mind. Arkansas is there too. Yeah. Arkansas, Arkansas. I got a guy at work who, uh, I got a guy at work who's from Arkansas who's been walking around with a a Razorbacks face mask on, I... and he doesn't know anything about basketball really, uh-huh. but oh. I know he's seen Or Roberts one, the uh, and he he didn't have the face mask on today. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're getting getting nervous there, huh, bud? Hey, if he actually followed their college baseball team, then he could, he would have kept it on their top five. No, no, no. He, he's not following that. He <laughs> football, football is all you're getting out of him. Don't don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> all, all you're getting out of him is football. Exactly. <clears throat> but you seen Norfolk State get smacked? Try to tell you. I don't know what the look, hell well, you talking well, about upset. Look, I just wanted to go drive down there. <laughs> I yeah. loved all the all ball. the tweets, all the what if tweets. What if, what if Norfolk State pulls the upset? I oh, think I, people were starting to buy into the hype a little bit because Norfolk State had the lead for maybe like three or four minutes of the game and then just vanished. I know. It's like they stopped playing. 40 ball. Freaking uh, Ricky's a Gonzaga fan. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna say everything that he said about it if Norfolk State wins, but we'll just say, you know, he – he hinted at some pretty vulgar things that he was going to do if uh, if Norfolk State got the upset. That would have been sickening. I, I would have been lying. I, I would have 
Look, that's your that's your alma mater right there. You got to represent. I ain't graduated yet. State. Not yet, but you're Nor Spartan. You're a Spartan at heart. <laughs> <laughs> Norfolk State had their time to shine, what, 10 years ago? Nah. Ooh. It won't 10. Yeah, they, ups they upset Missouri. Yeah, but it won't 10 years ago. Was it 9? It was 9 or 10. I, I, I thought it was in 2014. No, it, no. It, it, was, oh, it was 2011 or 2012. I can't remember. It, yeah, it was a while ago because I remember Kyle Quinn. I, I'm almost yeah, positive it was, it was 2012. Um, man, Damn, was that, that was 2012. Yeah, yeah, 86 to 84. I remember where I, I remember exactly where I was when I was watching that game. My lord, Kyle Quinn oh. had 26 and 14. How how much can English have? Uh, hold on, let's see, let's see. Who? Kim English from Missouri. Um, two points. One God seven damn, over <laughs> over five from three. Damn. Oh, you five <laughs> five boards, one assist, four fouls, one turnover. Not not hooping, not hooping. Oh lord. Oh my gosh. Uh, That's twenty twelve, man. That was a long time ago. Jeez, that, that Missouri team was crazy. packed too, bro. They had uh, nice. Phil Pressy, I remember, was their point guard. <clears throat> I, I always enjoyed watching Phil Pressy play. I think his brother was there. His brother was there too. But obviously wasn't good enough to beat the Kyle Quinn led Norfolk State Spartans. It's <laughs> crazy. I, uh, um, good. Small sh small shout out to the uh, the women's March Madness, Sedona Prince. Making a huge statement on the women's side. Um, basically, you know, she made a TikTok of the weight room compared to the men's weight room for Mar for uh, the March Madness tournament. And the women's weight room was just a rack of dumbbells <laughs> and some yoga mats. Oh, wow. And the, uh, basically what happened is Dick Sporting Goods saw it, and they sent truckloads of workout equipment to the oh. hotel. And the NCAA was trying to say it was a space thing. Oh, it was a money thing. And, you know, she kept pulling up TikToks and showing, like, really? It's a, it's a space thing? And showed, like, all this empty space that was available for it. And, you know, that was that was pretty cool to see, to, you know, stand up for the ground on the women's side. Yeah. I don't know how far Oregon's actually going. Um, she also had posted a TikTok. She was, like, ranking played, the food. They Georgia tomorrow. She was ranking the food that they were eating, and dude, the first plate that they got, it looked like jail food. <laughs> it legit looked like jail food. Oh, and man. you know, she made a stink about it. Basically, it wasn't really like a stink. It was basically like, mm, you know, this is this is great, like sarcasm as hell on a TikTok, yeah. and that that blew up as well. And then, you know, next thing you know, they're getting like all this shit. I think one day they got like a whole plate of like. Waffles, bacon, eggs, and then on the side was a whole breakfast from Wendy's. <laughs> like, so, shout out to Sedona Prince. I believe this, I believe it's her name for uh, standing up for women's basketball. That was pretty cool. Uh, moving on to NFL talk, we have some more free agency moves. Kenny Galladay to the Giants, Adore Jackson to the Giants. Um, that's just off the top of my head, to be honest with you. But the biggest thing is coming out of the NFL right All right, Juju now, Smith stayed with Pittsburgh. I don't know if we said that last week. Boom! That happened after the show. 
Okay, okay. Yep. So, yeah, Juju, Juju Stan with Pittsburgh. Daquan's second. I'm sorry, his second favorite player on the team, only behind ben, Big Ben. Sheesh, man. Um, he he got to have at least 700 yards or something. 800-something, <laughs> man. Golly. I don't – the only thing that, like, confused me is, you know, he was, you know, doing the whole, like, I'm coming home spiel – Pittsburgh back me. I'm Pittsburgh for life, and like, he only got a one year deal. Look, yeah, yeah. it's a movie year. We we talked about it at at uh breakfast this past weekend, and I'm a firm believer of you know why if you can get a one year, eight million dollar fully guaranteed deal with a team that you know is going to use you, how they're going to use you. Mm-hmm. Why would I give that up to go four years, 20 mil guaranteed on a team where I'm going to be the fourth option? Right. You know, because yeah, yeah. if I get a better shot to win, that's great. His other options, he wasn't going to be the guy, you know? Yeah. If he he had went, the Chiefs on the table. Yeah. Uh, he had the Ravens on the table, which, I mean. But the Ravens are, are the run heavy. The Ravens are run heavy. They are, right. You know, the Chiefs, you, got, you have Tyree Kill in front of you. You got Travis Kelsey in front of you. And then it would be you. Yeah, it would help him out because he would be getting the third best player from the secondary on him. But there's no telling how many times he's actually going to get the ball. At least in then, Pittsburgh, uh, he knows what he's going to get. I think and, the Eagles were another team that were interested, right? You really want to go to the Eagles, though? Right. But do you want to go <laughs> to a place that you're literally the only receiver? Yeah. Um, you have a brand new coach who doesn't have any kind of public hey, don't, speaking skills. Don't disrespect homeboy from ODU. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fulgham. Yeah, yeah. He was he was hooping yeah. last year. Yeah, but if you're Juju, I I understand 100 percent why because if you go out there, so he had 97 catches for 831 and nine touchdowns last year. Say he goes out there and he has 100 catches for, we'll say a thousand yards and another nine touchdowns. That's very easily, and the money's gonna, the salary cap's gonna go back up next year. Yeah. And he's still only what, twenty three, twenty four. Damn, he had he eight hundred yards. Jeez, yeah, he's young. Yeah. He can very like he well like five hundred. He can very well get a massive contract where he'll have more money guaranteed because the league will have more money to spend. Yeah. That's so true. I think he's, I think it was smart because he's betting on himself for, you know, a long term, long term better deal. Yeah. So, I think he was smart for it, my, personally. My thing is, our team's going to still look at him as a number one if he has another. I'm saying, in next season, will like, defenses look at him still as the number one option? Or do you think they'll start going more to either Claypool or uh, Johnson? Well, Cause if they, they still I look honestly, at him as the number one like, option, I don't, I don't see him having an, a breakout year. I'm looking at Deontay Johnson as the number one option. I see him more as a bigger threat. Well, that's best case scenario for Juju then because you yeah, see yeah. what happened last time Juju wasn't a number one option, which was the year uh, 2018 when A.B. was there. He had 111 for 1,426 yards and seven touchdowns. And A.B. still had 1,000-plus yards. So yeah. that says a lot about how good A.B. Mm-hmm. actually is. So best case scenario for Juju is him not being the number one option. Who's still a free agent, right? Maybe, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he talks about Seattle. I just want to say David Andrews re-signed with the Patriots. I know that happened after 
last week's show, so that was a that's a big deal for New England. Right. Keeping keeping our our Georgia boy at center. Yeah, some of the some of some other things that had happened after we recorded last week's show. Uh, Trubisky is going to be the backup to Josh Allen on the Bills. Not that bad, came not as bad. a little that came as a little bit of a shocker. I agree, but, honestly. Um, it'll be good for him. Yeah, Kyle Kyle Rudolph went to the Giants. Um, Will Fuller to the Dolphins. I don't think that had happened. Uh, I, I don't prior to the quite show. Remember. I can't remember. But the Giants are kind of um, putting together a little, a little squad coming. over there, aren't they? Yeah. Kyle Rudolph, Rudolph Devin Galladay, Adoree. You, they'll get Saquon back next year. Yep. All they need now is some offensive line. Their defense was fine last year. The question is, do you think they actually do they go quarterback in the draft? Why would they go quarterback no. in the draft? Daniel Jones didn't play terrible last year. Yeah, he had really no help. He didn't. But I have seen some things about the Giants potentially going QB. That'll be stupid. I think he's been leaving. Well, the for three first thing years. I saw prior to them getting Kenny Galladay, all I saw was the Giants going wide receiver and going Jamari Chase. So what do you have last year? Um, okay, he went five and nine last year, sixty-two percent. Uh, 11 touchdowns, 10 picks. So, he didn't play great. <laughs> but what, what were those uh, wide receiver weapons? Yeah, I was going to say. The wide receivers weren't there. He didn't have Saquon. Who did he have? Golden Tate. Sterling Shepard got hurt, didn't he? Evan Evan Ingram was there, but... Evan Ingram. I don't even know um, if Evan Ingram played the whole season. Oh I was say, if God. your best player is the tight end, bro, it's, he, he, they could just bracket him the whole game. Yeah, he Evan Ingram so, yeah. had sixty three catches for six fifty four and one touchdown last year. So, uh, one touchdown, Slayton. One touchdown. Slayton, yeah. that's his name. Sweet Jesus, Donald Slayton. Oh, um, something I, Slayton. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's um, uh, dang, is it Darius? Darius Slayton. Darius. Darius Slayton. Yeah. So. You know, they get Kenny Galladay. That'll give him a weapon. Kenny Galladay is obviously going to have all the, with the exception of Saquon, he'll have the number one cornerback. Yeah. Um, and that'll help out because they didn't really have a number one receiver. But now that you have one, it'll let your other receivers be where they should. And if they get an offensive line, you know, they'll be able to let Saquon run the ball. They're obviously going to be relying on him. And... If he gets going, obviously, you just roll with the Baker Mayfield game plan. Play action it. Play Didn't action they go Last year? Yeah. Didn't they go online? Um, I don't know who the Giants got last year. Giant, what was that, 2019? Yeah, they um, went Andrew Thomas last year. 2020. So they got one 2020. Their I'm first sorry. pick, they went okay. Andrew Thomas. Okay, yeah. I, I remember them going online. So they got... Andrew Thomas and that oh, they drafted another guy in the third, the third round. But okay. you know, yeah, they get another, maybe go tackle again in the first round because they have the sixth pick, right? They got a high pick, I know. I know they're top ten. <clears throat> so you know they um number eleven. I'm sorry. Eleven. Eh. Oh, I was wrong. They could still get <laughs> so a, but 10. they could still get a, a good tackle right there. You know, it won't be Panay Sewell, but they can get somebody. I mean, yeah. there's a number of 
offensive tackles, yeah, at least that are first round worthy. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, so, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. You know, you got Darisol up there. So the the Giants, I like what the Giants are doing. They're very, um, I think they're gonna be very defensive heavy, and they're gonna try to run the ball sure. down your throat and go very old school mentality. I think. Sure. Um, this one kind of went a little under the radar. Uh, Kyle Fuller was released from the Bears. Yep. And he ended up signing with the Broncos. That's a good pickup for for so Denver. They 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 bolstered um, their defense mainly their secondary. They uh, franchise tagged Justin Simmons. He's a top Which safety. I think he he ended up actually agreeing to an actual contract too. Afterwards, yeah, for four um, years. He got a four year, sixty one million contract, yeah. thirty five million guaranteed. Um, they re signed Kareem Jackson. Okay. Who still got you know I think a couple good years under him. Um, Kyle Fuller, obviously, Ronald Darby, Shelby Harris, and oh, that's it. That's it for the defense. So, Shelby Harris is more like a re-sign for them. Um, but, you know, just adding depth. They're getting Vaughn back. Mm-hmm. Vaughn, you know. <laughs> so, they're bolstering that defense. We'll see what they can do with that offense because the offense was atrocious. Well, they have they have wide receivers, you know. <laughs> a yeah. lot of them. <laughs> they got – uh. I, they I mean, got they rid of Philip Lindsay. So what is what's the what's the problem? Play I mean, calling. I don't think they've had a good coach in years. Play calling. I'm blaming play calling because I'm not blaming Drew Locke. Come on, <laughs> man. Someone got to throw them receivers the ball. I'm not blaming Drew. I, it, it's it's play calling. Homie got weapons off- galore. Is their offensive line terrible? Their offensive line is terrible. I don't know how many how many times Drew Locke gets sacked. Like I said, I don't watch Broncos games. Uh, he got sacked 19 times. That ain't too bad. That's not terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's not terrible. No. But how many they, times they was he stacked, hurried? Bro. I mean, you got to look at it. Although his stats weren't great, you know, 57.3%. He threw for under 3,000 yards. And he had 16 touchdowns and 15 picks. Uh, <laughs> but you know bro. that can all change with play calling, you know. That that can change with play calling. No big deal. Do you really think so it's play calling? Pr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield so got a different game. Like go they're going to give him one more year, and then they're going to go back into the quarterback carousel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I yeah, I think so. Yeah. He give I give Drew Locke one more year. He's like the perfect quarterback for for Denver. He's big. He's strong. He can. He's got a cannon attached to his right arm. Um, you got to give him a chance. I mean, get get some better play calls in there maybe, you know. Be a little bit more reliant on the run. You just got to teach him that he doesn't need to be a gunslinger constantly. He doesn't have to force the ball into what, every, what, into the tightest windows. What did uh, Jerry Judy say <laughs> this year? Uh, at least I got my cardio in. I <laughs> 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 uh, mean, that quarterback trash. That's what it means. <laughs> that's what that means at least you didn't you remember when uh justin jefferson got picked up on a hot mic of yelling at kirk cousins oh yeah <laughs> throw the big ball kirk <laughs> yeah at least we didn't get one of those from from uh but jerry justin judy jefferson was eating he was jerry he was judy, jerry judy said at least i got my cardio in jerry judy I don't think was, my man got targeted <sighs> jerry judy was not hooping that's for sure i, I can assure you that he had he had a couple games where he looked 
where he looked kind of good though. Like had a couple of like big plays. But, Boy, this team stat like shit. They got Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman. Who else? They just Courtney cut uh, Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. What the hell? I know they cut the other tight end. I seen that. Yeah, we don't. It's not Noah Fant. We don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't. It wasn't Albert O, was it? No, I think it's like no. he with a V. Nick Vanette. Yeah, because yeah. he's from Ohio State. <clears throat> That's how I remember. But um, <clears throat> change a change of pace real quick for the NFL. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, we're still we're still in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson. His name's been in NFL news literally ever since the offseason started. You know, starting off with him requesting a trade, saying he's not going to play for the Texans. Even we've discussed, you know, where do we think he's going to land? When do we think he's going to land? If it's going to be after the draft, before the draft, or is he going to have to sit out the season? You know, what's his ideal? And then, you know, come along some, just a couple allegations or sexual assault allegations. And, a couple's not the word. Well, 14, starting remember? off. Starting off. We've actually made it to 16. 16? Oh, Two Lord. more today. 16 women who are all represented by the same lawyer in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're claiming basically, you know, he exposed himself, touching he, him with his... With his wiener? Shit, you know, all that stuff Penis. while he's getting a massage. Why y'all here, why y'all here being <laughs> squirmish? Penis. Scientific his, word. His genitals. Stop being weird, man. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, fin- go ahead and finish. So, like, that. now his attorney is saying that they have, you know, all the information to prove that this is false. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, 16 women, that's a lot. Yeah. That, that, that that's a lot. lot. No. That's almost Bill Cosby. And up, my, man. like, th- someone that I was talking to earlier, um, Shout out Eric. He actually said, "Why, you know, why are you going to another massage place when the team actually has massage therapists available to you? I know you fucking hate the team, but it's available to you." Yeah. And they're, That's you know, true. like physical trainer all this all that stuff. I it's, mean, it's the I same thought that reason, was a pretty good point. It's the same reason why you know players go to personal their own personal trainers. They have their own chiropractors, all this other stuff too. I mean, people people always venture out to other places, other professionals, all the other stuff. So I mean, just because they're on a the team doesn't mean you know they're the best. They just that just means they got hired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can see it both ways. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. It's free. But he's also a millionaire, so he has money to sure. go out there and venture out and see yeah. what he likes. Because I, I remember, I think, reading some of the stuff he was – they had on Instagram saying how he likes Swedish massages and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe that's just his preference. I mean, the yeah, dude yeah. lives lavish. Like, all he, all he posts on his Instagram is, like, going overseas, only wearing, like, top designer clothes. Like, he – I don't exactly know how to word it, but he is just living the dream, living very high class. Yeah. So I can understand where you're coming from, Q. Um, One thing that kind of is on his side, though, is his attorney said that they received numerous unsolicited comments from many 
I don't know how many, many is, but many licensed massage therapists who work with Deshaun saying that, um, you know, he's a gentleman and he's a model client and he's never engaged in any kind of inappropriate conduct with them. Yeah. So like, is this actually going to go through? I mean, at some, at some capacity it is because it's not like it's just one person saying it and it's, you know, him versus that one person. It's 16 people is a lot of people. It is a lot of people. That's why like, I'm not going to, I don't want to, obviously I'm not going to pick a side because I don't want to say the women are lying because they very well could be telling the truth. But at the same time, I don't want to say Deshaun Watson's lying because at the very same time he could be telling the truth. Right. Because we don't know all the facts. Right exactly. Now. So it's a very, it's a very iffy situation. Now with that being said, if you know what he's being accused of turns out to be true, then, you know, obviously I hope justice is served for sure. Sure. Um, the only thing I will say, and it works both ways, is like it's very weird on the timing. The timing is very weird to me. It is weird on both sides because for it to be sixteen people coming forward now, it's really weird that it's coming out now that he wants to leave. Yeah, these sixteen Especially, people came out. What was the first one? Was March thirtieth? Yeah, they said. Yeah, and first then, lawsuit took place March thirtieth, and then with That's last year. Yeah, and then on the flip side of that, it's very weird timing on Deshaun Watson's part because all this stuff is coming out, and now he's, like, being adamant about how much he wants to get out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, depending on what side of the what side of the fence you're on, it can look very suspicious from both Deshaun Watson's side and then the people who accused him, which is why, you know, I don't want to, like jump to conclusions on anything obviously until all the um evidence is out there i'd say the main thing that's also concerning is all 16 of the lawsuits were filed under houston jurisdiction yeah and i know there was two of them that happened in california but they still so like even then like houston like think about the situation the texans are in the texans are in a terrible spot one way or another yeah. yeah, because either this is true and they knew about it and they just basically hit it and didn't do anything or it's not true and basically, you know, try to burn the name of a star quarterback. Which we all know there's some NFL organizations out there that, you know, know about some really bad shit going on. And yeah. Tend to just say nothing about it. <coughs> Saints <coughs> sweeping under the rug. So, but like from an outside perspective of like my, I was talking to my mom about it, and she like she watches football, but she doesn't really get into like the whole like people being cut and people being traded. And she, I, we were, I was telling her about like how you know Deshaun Watson's been super adamant about wanting to be get out of Houston. My mom's like, well, why don't they just cut him? I'm like, I tell her I'm like because. He's the best player on the team. You're not just going to cut somebody. He also, like, just signed that huge contract prior to the season. she was like, okay, well, you know, if he doesn't want to be there, trade him. Like, the thing is, Houston wants to keep him. A perfect way to keep a player, you know, not saying that this is what they're doing, but a perfect way to keep a player is 
to make it so other teams don't want to trade for him. That's true. Now, with that being said, I'm not saying that's what Houston's doing. But, you know, if it turns out that this stuff isn't true, that could have been a ploy all by Houston. Because no matter what happened, the Texans know what's going on. One way or another. No way that this happens for this long and they don't know about him sexually assaulting people. There's no way. Like I said, it it reminds me of the, the Cosby thing. Because, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought about. A, f- a few women came out about Bill Cosby, you know. Yeah. Roofing. And then it ended up being, what, like 23? Yeah, you know, we, we a lot of people didn't believe it. You know, they was like, they just doing it for money, whatever. And then it seems like everyone just came out. And so, yeah, I remember he did this to me. And I don't remember anything happening after that and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, it, they the, these masseuse seen one woman come out and was like, Hey, finally someone spoke up, so like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like maybe finally gave him the cur- others the courage right. to do it. Yeah, yeah, right. so it, it can be either or. And the way this is unfolding is kind of similar to that Cosby situation where it's like, you know, a couple allegations happen and you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. It's, you know, it's just a few. And then, you know, then multiple start coming out and you're like, okay, now you kind of have my attention and then now we're at 16 and it's like okay now i'm i'm really interested what what's going on here cuz we we have seen this before now is watson actually you know trying to drug these people no he's not no he just wants a happy ending yeah but that's crazy the other thing is do i already consider this a fall from grace for Deshaun watson not yet mm, and that's, that's just because i don't have enough facts but the, I, uh, it, it, it's gonna tarnish your name regardless yeah you know? i would say whether you're whether you're convicted of it or not you were still accused yeah like the yeah. whole big ben thing he was convicted twice of rape and was and he, found not guilty twice but, but people, people still remember still, it yeah you know so, being accused of something like that's a a big thing so yeah. whether he did it or not we we may never know the truth. It's all in People how definitely you know. Gonna look at him side eye. Yeah, but he's always gonna have that. That's always gonna be on his shoulder now. Like he's always gonna have that stigma of being, oh well, he was accused of being of sexual assaulting somebody. So yeah. whether he gets off or not, you know, the only people who know what actually happened are him and the sixteen people involved and. 16 as far as now like there could very easily be more people who come out yeah well very true i mean in this case now i assume fall like my internal definition of someone falling from grace is literally going from literally i believe deshaun watson's at the top he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league for sure and if this ends up being 100 percent true obviously he's going to be released suspended from the nfl Prison, you know, domestic abuse, all of that is mm-hmm. so big in our time. You know, he's gonna just completely fall. Now, as far as someone having allegations against them, you know, there's still players in the NFL that didn't fall from grace. Like, look at Tyreek Hill, uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has evidence that he actually um, kicked that person. See, I, I but would he's say still they in the still league. Kinda... He's still eating. He's still getting money. Uh, Adrian Peterson was one. 
people don't even talk about that shit anymore that he did where they were talking about he beat his kids, but he's but Adrian Peterson Hall of Fame running but, back. But the thing is, is like using Adrian Peterson, like he's already past his prime. It's not like it's not like that happened and we found out about it in 2012 when he was rushing for 2,000 yards. We found and out he, about this. I'm I'm pretty sure he had to go through some court stuff about yeah. that stuff too. It wasn't like he, he beat did his, beat his kid. And but it wasn't like a Ray Rice ah. situation where he literally is banned from the league. Well, Ray Rice teams. wasn't banned from the league. Ray Rice well, got no cut from the Ravens and nobody pick picked him up, up again. Um, but we we heard about this with Adrian Peterson when he was already on the downhill of his career where he was a uh, splitting carries in Washington and getting 600 yards a year. Now the only thing is he will have a stigma with him. Like the players that do shit, they get accused stuff like yeah. that. They're going to have a stigma with them. Yeah. But like yeah, and I think Deshaun Deshaun Watson being young and it being so many women, that's what makes it makes it worse. Especially I mean, the time we're in too. Shit, the yeah. main thing he has a girlfriend too. Yeah. Yeah, like what is it? Um dude from the Bengals. Was it Joe Mixon? Yeah. You know. He yeah. socked out. He socked out a girl. But it was one person. Yeah. And then the stuff with Tyreek Hill. And then the stuff with Tyreek Hill, what was it last year when he had audio of him mm-hmm. saying he'll beat his baby mama or kill her or something like that. Yeah. Like Yeah, that's bad. It's it's bad. I don't I'm not trying to say it's not or nothing like that, but that compared to allegations of sexual harassment, sexual assault with sixteen women, that's yeah, yeah, that's ah, that's something you damn sure don't want right now. It, it's I would say especially in like the time that we're in too, where yeah, you know yeah. sexual assault is coming like it's like not being shoved in our face, but it's being like brought out into the light more like. People yes. aren't ignoring the Me Too it movement. anymore. Yeah, it's not. Well, I wouldn't even say the Me Too movement. It's like, even, like, just think about how to say it. it's like. It it seemed like if one of us was to do it, like normal people, I'll say like, not celebrities, yeah, did something like that, it would be models. a big deal. Um, but you had, like, sports people like, we'll use, Big Ben will be a prime example. I know he was you know, wasn't convicted of it, but it almost seemed like when it was like people of the upper echelon, like athletes and, um, singers, you know, people who made a bunch of money, it was almost like, seemed like it was okay to do it. And Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not a thing anymore. Like it's being brought to light that these rich people are doing it. And it's also an issue. It's, it's just as big as an issue if they do it as it would be for one of us to do it. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a fall from grace from the league. I, I don't know if I would say that, but you can very easily have a fall from grace with fans. Yeah. I, I'd say he's like, like I said earlier, he's going to have a stigma that's going to stick with him. And that's the main thing that sucks. If perf- he did it or not, it's still going to stick with him. A perfect example of a fall from grace with fans would be Michael Vick. Yes. He, you know, obviously did all the stuff with the dog fighting. He did he did his time. <clears throat> you know, well, eighteen months, right? You, so I think it was longer than that. Was it? I think it, I thought 24, it was two, two years. years. 
okay. So he two came years. back 2010. So he did his time, and then obviously got a chance in the NFL, came back one comeback player of the year and all that. So, but he was never regarded the same way with fans, even today. True. Even today he's not. Yeah. And this is 10 years after it happened. Oh, more, more than 10 years. We're 15 years after, after it happened. After it happened. And I believe you know, it was 2006. And, you know, it's going to sound – it'll sound kind of fucked up because I I have three dogs. I love dogs. But when did, you know, a dog's life become more important than, you know, a human's life? Yeah. If that the, makes sense. The bad thing about Vic is, you know, he was made the poster child of it because he mm-hmm. was, like, one of the first celebrities to get caught doing yeah. it. Yeah. He wasn't when, the first, but he just happened to be so, like – he a was high like, profile he was on top of the world. Yeah, a high profile right. guy who at his it. time he was on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone knew Michael Vick. Now, as far as you know where he was coming from, I mean that wasn't. Know, yeah, it was very common. We know Newport News. Yeah, that's something that they did all the time. Yeah, exactly. And that's just how he grew up, and that's what he knew. Yeah, you know, all these pit bull kennels and all that stuff, bro. Like, yeah, we they like they you have the seven five seven, bro. The thing is, you have to see it from a different perspective mm-hmm. to fully understand. It can't just be one-sided, and there's way too many one-sided people, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why you know he has that huge stigma. You're always going to see any kind of post, comment, whatever Vic makes on social media, you're always going to see some person in the comment bringing something up, about yeah. killing dogs. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's going to unfold. I mean, I'm not going to say unfortunately yet because it could 100% be true, but no matter what happens with Deshaun Watson, that's going to be exactly what happens the with same him thing. at this point. The same exact The same thing happens with Ben at this point. It happens with Tyree Kill at yeah. this point. Kareem Hunt. You know, Ray I, Lewis. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times like I get on Twitter and like they like Tyree Kill burns somebody for eight, an 80-yard touchdown. You get on Twitter and you look at the, men, the comments on it. Like you said, they're like, oh – but he said he was going to kill his baby mother. Like, yeah. You know, so it's like, something it's going to follow dude, you one way or unrelated. another. Yeah, it's going to yep. it's going to follow you one way or another. They're always going to have their haters. So, but, a fall from grace, I would say, maybe not from the NFL, but definitely with fans. Yeah, he sure, won't be as sure. endeared by the fans. Sure. All right, uh that was a really good conversation. I enjoyed that. Moving <laughs> on, um maybe trying to get into, into a little bit of lighter news. Um, well, not necessarily. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> LeBron LeBron James. Ah, damn. Was it an ankle sprain? <laughs> High ankle, strain? yeah. High ankle sprain. He's out for a few weeks. Um, a few weeks. Is it a few weeks? I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, no, it said several weeks. Yeah. Oh, come might be out for I read a, it wrong a, then. A month plus. Yeah. High ankle sprain is no joke. Yeah. Look, I I know a lot of people are are mad at my Hawks, but it wasn't on purpose. It was just Cat. bad timing. It was bad timing by Solomon Hill. You guys had a bounty <laughs> system going on against them? No. <laughs> Even though they did win, no. All those all those times that LeBron knocked them out the playoffs and they were winning 60 games. They're like, oh, we're getting them back now. <laughs> I still think the Lakers will be able to push into the playoffs. They're, I think they'll fall a little bit because so, they're missing their – Yeah, because they're thirsty right now. Their guy now is is AD back or is he still hurt? I think he's he, still out. I think he's out. I think he's out for like another another week or two. Yeah, so they're they're going to be falling a little bit. 
Shit, they might fall to without seven, him. Or eighth, boy. <laughs> so, they're uh, the eighth seed. You know, the we'll Lakers go, are the eighth seed. Well, no, no, no. We'll go the nine, eight, and seven. All have twenty-two wins. The Lakers have twenty-eight. I mean, that's two weeks, and that can change. Yeah, Bruh, Yes. You and know now. But they they losing to the Pelicans right now. They are losing right now. <clears throat> yeah. They play the Seventy Sixers next. Mm, that's probably going to be a loss. The Cavs. They could probably. They might be able to beat. Magic. Depending on which Magic team you get. The Bucks. That's going to be a loss. The Kings. Mm. I'll go 50-50 with that because you never know what Kings team you're going to get. The Clippers is going to be a loss. Clippers, Raptors. The Raptors kind of been bad this year. Heat and Nets. Yeah, and those are going to probably be those are going to be two losses. So what's that? What you got them winning like three games within the next what? One, two, three, four, like ten. <laughs> yeah, so Jeez. three and ten, which you know, obviously the other teams are gonna have to win as well, but Yeah. You know, true. this is now, don't get me wrong, if Anthony Davis comes back earlier than what we will say he comes back in Well they'll probably win a few more. Yeah, yeah they like help. they probably go five and five or something. Some of those swing games they right. they could very easily win. Um my thing is what is their starting five gonna look like now? That is true also. Um, I can so probably Dude, do we you. can can we pull up what their starting five was tonight? Okay. Um Devontae no, there's no way. Alright, so starting no five tonight. Go to ESPN. If you go to ESPN normally it'll say what the Lakers so, what their starting like, five was. And like it was Coos, Dennis Schroeder, uh Markeith Morris, uh Catavius and Montrez, those are all players yeah. so, with eight, uh, 14 plus Here's minutes. Here's the thing. The only thing that's working in there – did Montrez start? No, the start – no, Montrez came off the bench. Minutes, so I would think. He came, well, he off, came the off the bench. bench it's, um, oh, yeah, no. Devontae, Devontae – Oh, I'm going to butcher his last Kukok? name. Kukok? Yeah. Kukok. Kukuk? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Know, but it, you can clearly tell that he was subbed out. For, yeah, he only uh, played seven Harold. minutes. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. Montrez Harold always gets a lot of minutes off the bench anyway. Yeah, that's true. But their only saving grace is honestly that, you know, Sch- Schroeder's been a starter in the league for multiple years. Uh, KCP is obviously is serviceable to come in. Morris has started in the league. So, you know, it's not, at least they're not coming in and just getting like – you know, they're not having to start, you know, Costa Antetokounmpo and Alex Caruso and guys like that. At least they have guys who have starting experience, so. Yeah, that's true. But it's you not Braun and it's not AD. I agree, yeah, yeah. They don't have that that game changer. Yeah, that superstar. Right. Now, what they have is a bunch of very streaky people because we've seen KCP light it up. Um, Wesley Matthews off the bench can get hot, so. He has not been hot. <laughs> no, not not been hot. He's three for four tonight, though. Okay, so maybe LeBron put too much pressure on him. Yeah. <laughs> um. But without LeBron and AD, obviously, you know, they're not going to make a run anywhere. Yeah. Right. They I, need. I said they, yeah. they probably drop 
to seven. No. Before LeBron come back. Maybe I'll say five through seven. They'll probably drop five through seven. And if and if that happens, say they finish with the the sixth or seventh seed, that's gonna be a nightmare matchup for whoever they have to play in the first round. True. Yeah. Unless it's the Ooh, Jazz, the, because boy, are the, the Jazz hot. That, that second seed. Well, boy. I'd be live. Yeah. To be honest with you, if they actually did fall like that, their matchup really would be the same regardless whether if they were three or seven. The only yeah. difference is one home team court. would have home court, yeah. but it's home court really a thing. How would their matchup be the same if they fell to seven? No, he's saying if they I'm, stay like at three, and they play like the Trailblazers or. Oh, so, yeah, okay, okay. Like I'm that. sorry. Okay, you know, they get jumped yeah. by the Trailblazers and all them. And right. I, I, that's what I mean. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like if they dropped to seven, they would have the same match. No, 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 no. I'm sorry about that. I, 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 I picked up what you was putting down, AJ. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I, So the, the scenario could be in their favor regardless, especially yeah. in not being 100% capacity for fans. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and LeBron coming back off of injury towards the end of the season, watch out. I mean, yeah, he'll watch. He'll out. be fresh. He's be pissed. Well, not even pissed, he's but be fresh he'll be fresh. Be yeah, and you know, at this point, LeBron being fresh is a big thing. We're, at, we're just gonna get straight yeah. mean mug LeBron. And you know, he's he's out there getting an oil change right now. He's gonna put in some new motor oil, and yeah. he'll be back. He'll probably be back in two weeks oh, with, yeah. with some new LeBrons on. He he'll get that more ankle support. <clears throat> Well, yeah. Would it be the LeBron 18? 19? <laughs> I don't know. But oh, got some shoes. with AJ saying the Hawks the Hawks are the fifth seed, bro. Yeah, we're the, we're the fifth seed now because they lost yesterday. Now, with that being said, uh, so the four through eight are all separated by literally one game. But the Hornets lost LaMelo, so they probably be dropping Ooh, some. Ooh, that's another conversation to have. So does that mean Anthony Edwards is a favorite to win – Rookie of the year now, or do you think Lamelo was able to put it away? I don't think he deserves it, but hey, I still Anthony, think Lamelo deserves it. Anthony Edwards was my rookie of the year, regardless. That <laughs> <laughs> man, crazy, bro. Because if he is out for the season, Anthony Edwards has a lot of basketball left to. That's to fan win voted, that. right? No. Are you sure? Not fan voted. None of the NBA oh, yeah. awards are fan voted. I would say if it was fan okay. voted, then Zion would have won would last year. It. <laughs> yeah, none of the none if of the if NBA boys are fans. Melo was gonna win. No. Yeah, my boy Ant Man dropping sixteen. <clears throat> go ahead, say that shooting percentage though. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead and say the shooting percentage with it. Hey man, that don't matter. <laughs> 30, 30, 38.5 Hey man, that's not bad, bro. That's thirty nine percent. But, but you know I would say yeah, can, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's thirty nine. But uh. He he's still got a lot of time left, and obviously his last couple games he's been playing very different in his last Bruh, couple games. The Timberwolves only won ten games. I'm out of here. Yeah, bro. Like, did you world? See, did you see like Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns haven't played a game together all season? What in the world? The three of them haven't played a game at one time all season. You or they've played they like fifth, two or something like that. They the fifteenth seed, and the Rockets just lost twenty games in a row. They couldn't get past the Rockets. 
<laughs> 20 games in a row, bro. The Rockets really lost 20 in a row. Well, they won one yesterday, I think. But, yeah, they was on a 20-game oh, yeah, losing streak. No. That's insane. I actually did not know that. Yeah, yes. John John Wall had to John Wall had to say had to save him. I think he put up a they triple double get past last night. That, oh, bro? Last 10, one and nine. Holy shit! Yeah. They couldn't get past a twenty loss team. <laughs> <laughs> what the world? Look, never mind, bro. I might have to go Lamelo. God damn, he ain't making no impact. <laughs> At least Lamelo uh, got him in the hunt. Sheesh. Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm just, I'm just happy for my Hawks. I was I was saying they're going to be a seventh or an AC getting into the playoffs. They had an uh, eight-game win streak, jumped all the way to number four. Now they're number five, but they're up there in the mix. They got a winning record for first time in God knows how long. So, so did you see the exciting times in Atlanta? Did you see the report that the Celtics wanted to try to trade for John Collins? Yes, I did. And, and the and Hawks were like, some... the Hawks said, "Well, we want Jalen Brown," and the Celtics yes, were like, "All right, we're done. we're done. We're yeah. done. <laughs> we're good." Well, good. I don't. I don't want the Hawks to trade John Collins, man. It's going to be a matter yes. of John Collins wants out. Right now. He wants out. Oh wow! Eh. Really? Yes. Because he's already I mean, said he, he wants to be traded. He did it first, but I haven't seen anything as of right now. Because y'all winning. Because the only thing that I had seen is like when they were losing, like at the beginning of the season, like he got into it with Trey Young and the coach or something like that in the team meeting. But ever since then, it seems like they've been fine. He. But I haven't seen any report of him like wanting a trade. The only thing I've seen is potentially trading him for money reasons. I mean, it's gonna like the Kings are interested in him. And you know, he. It's a matter of the Hawks have a lot of big men. Yeah. They got John Collins. They got Capella. Sure. They drafted one in the lottery. It, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Stack the big man. Yeah. They, they, he probably wants to go to a team where he's going to be the um, the focal big man. The main thing that the main move that I've seen related to the Hawks was some kind of trade for Lonzo Ball. I did see that. I, I did. I did see a Lonzo. I've seen Lonzo Ball. I've potentially seen uh, Capella being traded, which I would hate that because Capella is a board machine this year. Yeah. Trade for Lonzo. Well, that'd be good. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Change the pace, yeah. Change the pace during the game and stuff. He really pushed that. Who is it? Um, Magic Johnson. I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Magic Johnson on first take said that Lonzo Ball has the highest IQ out of any NBA player, like in the whole league. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I I don't know about that because if if that was the case, Magic Johnson would have kept him on the Lakers. Highest IQ out of all NBA players. Man, Magic Johnson says some blasphemous things, so. I mean, Lonzo could pass that rock. <laughs> he can, for I give sure. Him that. For sure. He plays defense. Yeah, he plays defense, and he get like six six assists a game off of lobs to Zion, but god damn. The highest IQ in the game, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Not of any basketball player, of any point guard. Oh, okay. That makes it a little bit more acceptable then. Over Chris Paul? I no way. I had to quote check yeah, myself. I, 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 that, I, I, when I, I said it, think, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Hold on. You got Chris Paul, you got Conley, you got all these vets, you know. How dare they disrespect CP, CP3? That's the real point guard. Facts. He won the last year yeah. point guards we'll ever see. I agree. I'm uh, Agreed. 
Because these point guards nowadays, they just two guards that's 6'3". Yeah, they're glorified glorify two guards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you still, get a cu- ratty. you still get a couple here and there that, you know, pass the ball. But Chris Paul is going mean, to – Chris Paul is like see, a dying the, breed. I would say the same thing about Chris Paul. Chris Paul can go out and get 25 a night. He can, if yeah. If he really wanted to. Yeah. He was doing it in uh, in uh, New Orleans. <laughs> Yeah, if he really wanted to give you buckets, he definitely can get a team buckets. But that's not how you view his position. Like, what a, point right. guard, he's going to guide players open. He got D-book. He got, you know, made these other players Yo, good and stuff. For his career, he's averaging 18.5 points and 9.4 assists on his career. He's easily can be bumped to, like, 23. Yeah. <laughs> if he, like, I, no bull. I... I probably seen Chris seen Chris Paul miss like five threes during his career. <laughs> like all the games I watched, bro, he he automatic. He's got that old man jump shot. It's ugly, but it, it goes in. And he's that always been a reliable good. free throw shooter. Yeah. He should have taught LeBron how to shoot some damn free throws. And he's and he's easily the most petty player in the NBA. Like when when he led OKC to the um to the playoffs uh-huh. and James Harden was shooting those free throws and he's just standing standing there like down where you're supposed to rebound at just staring at James Harden the whole time I was like this is a man fueled by revenge and I love every minute of it <laughs> and it's going to be a shame that he's never going to win a title but yeah Chris Paul at least in my opinion Chris Paul is the best point guard I've ever seen I ain't mad at that yeah I can agree and, my, and John Wall because I'm biased. I like John yeah, Wall. You, you, you be on John uh, Wall nuts. Let's, let's change the pace. Um, let's get into some segments. First segment, we haven't done this in a while. We're going to do a round of applause. Ajay? Am I going first? Go ahead Me and first? start that first? up for us. Okay. Uh, my round of applause goes to Najee Harris. Uh, he did something that you cannot teach a player, you can't coach a player, and that was have his boys back. So pretty much what had happened, he was supposed to uh, be on a flight to Alabama to watch his teammates in their pro day. Um, there were some bad storms moving through, so they had to cancel his flight. Um, instead of him missing, he actually decided to drive 10 hours all the way to Tuscaloosa and watch his teammates. And he wasn't even actually competing in the pro day. He was just there to support his teammates. It's a real one. That's yeah. You can't, you can't coach that. You can't teach that. Definitely. 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 I would love to have that man on my football team. Yeah. That's whoever, whatever football team. That's a, that's a real brother. They're, they're going to yeah. really like him. They're going to like him in that locker room. For sure. He'll be a leader. So round of applause. Najee Harris. I can get behind that. I like that. Q? I'm going to go um, – my round of applause is going to go to Michigan's men and women's basketball team. The women's basketball team just beat Tennessee today. The Lady Vols, which was a three seed, beat them 70-55. The advance in the Sweet 16 against the number two seed, Baylor. And you already know how the men rocking. The, the men looking great. Play Florida uh, Sunday. Florida State, excuse me. Florida State, Sunday, Sweet 16. Both teams in the Sweet 16. 
So it's looking good for our basketball team. Football se- football team disappoint us, you know, all the time nowadays. Michigan's a basketball school. Yeah, we're becoming Michigan's a basketball, basketball school. school. So <laughs> shout out to Juwan Howard coming back to his uh, alma mater, changing that program. I mean, Michigan always been straight, but I think him being there definitely, definitely is pushing us to a, a premier school now. And our women, surprising the hell out of me. I thought they was going to lose today to Tennessee, but they doing their damn thing. Shout out to Coach Kim. So, yes, sir. I'm going um, Michigan, baby. All right. My round of applause is going to go to Spencer Lee. He's the – um. now he's the three-time national championship, 125-pound uh, for wrestling. He's at Iowa. Um this past week he out he outscored his opponents 59 to 8 and then won the national championship by beating Brandon, Brandon Courtney 7 he shut him out 7-0 was the final score um he led Iowa to the team championship as a whole and not only did he win the national championship for a third year um he did it on a torn ACL he tore his ACL literally literally a week before and um, he didn't really practice too much. You know, he, he did some some therapy and whatnot. But in terms of, like, wrestling in practice, he didn't do it. He said he couldn't sprawl. He couldn't shoot on anybody. And he still went out there and dominated the tournament. Bro, imagine losing to somebody with no ACLs, bro. No ACL. <laughs> and then on top of that, he said he still plans on going to train for the Olympics. On top of that. What in the world, bro? Mm-mm. That is nuts, man. Yeah. Homie um, has no ACLs. This is the dominated. This is actually like the first time I've actually like sat down to watch the national championships for collegiate wrestling. Uh huh. And it was actually like that's just live. Yeah, yeah. I watched a lot with Hunter, and I watched uh the first night I watched it with him, bro. He was like calling moves on. I had no clue what they were talking about. Like I know like. <laughs> <laughs> the basic stuff and like you know i know when somebody gets pinned but like i w- i felt like watching it with him i felt like a deer in headlights like with this how much he knew about it and he helped me out a lot with it and uh yeah it was it was actually really i enjoyed it a lot watching it um that the dude for heavyweights a gable uh he goes to michigan bro he's or i'm sorry minnesota he's 285 pounds yeah, 85 AJ. yeah 285 Easily the most dog. disrespectful wrestler I've ever seen. The guy in the <laughs> the quarterfinal semifinals, he would take him down, get the two points. He had five minutes of riding time, which is like crazy. And he would take him down and get back up and let him get up. And the guy would get a point, and then he would take him right back down and get two more. <laughs> he won the national Gosh. championship, hit a backflip. Oh, at 285. Yeah, at 285, hit a backflip, and then he's also going to train for the Olympics. Damn. But so, also shout out to Penn State, man. Yeah, yeah. Penn State was doing their damn thing. RBY beat uh ah, what's his name? Aaron Brooks? Nope. Aaron Brooks is the uh eighty seven. Eighty four, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The guy I'm talking about is uh Roman Bravo Young? Yeah, I'm trying to think of who he beat though. He beat um the dude from Oklahoma State, I think. Yeah, Oklahoma's Dalton Fix. Dayton Fix, I'm sorry. Yeah, he beat Dayton Fix in sudden in sudden victory. So, you know, just the big the Big Ten in general. The Big Ten runs wrestling. 
might facts. we might not run basketball, but we run wrestling. Big facts. And hockey. <laughs> and hockey. Not football. But shout out Hunter, our our wrestling expert. Yeah, yeah. Hunt TV. It's your follow, follow him on Twitch. <laughs> at at Honey V. That's Twitch.tv Shameless Hunty V. That's a Shameless plug. H-U-N-T-Y-V-E-E. Shameless plug. Yep. That's what we do. Yep, yep, yep. No free <laughs> shout outs, but he gets a free shout out. Yeah, we, we got you, man. Um Alright, Q, hit us with that random question. Alright, so for my random question today. Watching uh TNT NBA inside the NBA, Shaq brought up the Candace Parker, which is one of the best WNBA players to ever play. Should the WNBA lower the hoop so they can, you know, potentially dunk on each Bang other? Bang on each which, other? Can, yeah, okay. which the NBA players do. Can Can I answer this first, AJ? Because I just had oh, a no, conversation no, with no, this. No. Oh, you still got no, more? So my, yeah, so my question is, because I seen Candace Parker was getting, you know, kind of pissed about it, you know. So I was doing a little research on YouTube and seeing, you know, what's – what what where is really wrong with the WNBA? So my question to you fellas is what do you think the WNBA can do to make more fans, I guess, pay attention? How can they get more viewers? How can they get more people to the to their games once, you know, COVID allows and like what what do you think is the solution? Um I think you lower the hoops. Honestly, they like <laughs> they they play the the women are more fundamentally sound than the men are. But the thing that makes people tune into the men is the fact that you have big plays. Exactly. Alley-oops. You know, you got dudes getting dunked on. Um I'm going to tell you right now, if I if the women lowered the hoop down, if the WNBA lowered the hoop down to 9 foot and there's a capability of women getting dunked on, I'm watching, 100%. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, you know, for pure basketball heads who maybe want to see, like, the game played the right way, um, air quotes around the right way, um, the women will always be more fundamentally sound because they don't have – they're not, you know, dunking on each other. You're not getting women out there who are 6'10 running – up and down the court in four seconds. Yeah. Yeah. If if they lower the hoop, I very easily think it gets more eyes on it because it it leads to more bigger plays and people like big plays. True. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Thomas on this. Like, I don't have an additional uh, thing that they can change other than that. You know, they need. If anything, they need something that's gonna create bigger plays. Make make the games memorable to watch make it more exciting because whenever i actually you know scrolling through channels and WNBA comes on and i decide to leave it on for like one or two minutes it's girls running up and down or should i say it's women running up and down the court and they're just if they're not actually shooting from the post shooting from the range they're shooting layups mm-hmm. you know there's very little amount of WNBA players that are actually dunking um and a lot of people also say, oh, well, it's a women's sport, so people aren't going to tune in. That's not that, true. Yeah, I said. Look at the women's national soccer yeah, team. Yeah, I watch it. America adores 
women's national soccer team more than the men's team. Because they suck. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's exactly suck. why, yeah. But also the women win like, and they win in big fun ways. To watch. Exactly. Like and they have big plays and they have memorable people, you know. Yeah. So they do got big personalities. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is we can't use them as an excuse to why the WNBA isn't fun because that's contradicting to say women aren't fun. Yeah. And then, you know, just go and watch the women's national team. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with Thomas. Just lower the hoops. I think that'll be a good uh a good start. I don't personally I don't think it's ever gonna happen, but like I know I'm trying to think. It it, it might have been last season, uh Q was over at my house and we were just we flipped to the WNBA game, just like watching it, it for a second. Yeah, their bubble. And it was uh like it wasn't even sloppy basketball because they were they were playing very fundamentally sound. It was just nothing was going on. We watched layups get missed like it's three very, different uh, times. It's slower pace. Yeah. We watched layups get missed like three different times, you know. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, bro, if you drop these hoops down a little bit, Brittany Griner's out here looking like Blake Griffin. <laughs> bro, imagine See, my, my, Go ahead. My thing is, um, I think the WNBA players have too much pride to even Consider the idea of dropping the hoops because they don't want to feel lesser than, than the men. men. Yeah, which is crazy because that makes their, sense. Their ball is smaller. Like yeah, you you can play with a smaller ball, but you don't want to play on a a smaller hoop. Here's here's my thing. I don't see. I personally don't see the big deal about dropping the the hoop down a foot for for one big reason. If you look at volleyball. The men's net in volleyball is higher than the women's net. Um, I yes. believe in soccer. I believe the goal for women's is smaller than the goal for men's. Softball, a softball field is smaller than a baseball field. I'll watch some softball. Yeah. Call you softball? Know, and the thing about that is, you know, softball field being, you know, smaller than a baseball field, what are you getting more of? You're getting more home runs. Home runs. Yes, sir. Volleyball yeah. net being lower than the men's, what are you getting? You're getting more spikes. More spikes. So, yep. and all those would go down as big plays. You want big plays, and with the women playing on a ten foot hoop, you're not getting big plays. Imagine <laughs> watching. Imagine watching a fast break, and watching somebody throw Brittany Grinder a lob. You know, it would yeah, be. That's, that's true. Well, I don't know the hoop yep. size in college for women. But when Brittany Griner was at Baylor, bruh, I was watching. Shorty was getting the ball at the post, spin off the post, dunking. Like it was it was it was just so it was just different. Like we never seen a woman a woman just take over a game like that. Like just dominance. I, yeah. I would say there's no reason a six seven woman shouldn't be able to dunk. And their professions hoop. Oh, that that comes with biology at that point. Yeah, because it's like... Well, I mean, even if, you know, some women don't have the exact same um, vertical as men, you know? Yeah. Some. Different muscles, things like that. <laughs> Most? Most. I ain't never seen a shorty with a 40-inch vert. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe like the gymnast girls, they jump pretty high. 
isn't that a built-in trampoline? I think you're right, honestly. <laughs> so, even the three. I'm oh no, sorry. they can jump higher than me. I can't do a standing back flip. I'm sorry. <laughs> even the, get the hell out even of here. the three-point line in the WNBA is a foot shorter than the three-point line in um, the NBA. I mean, college yeah, is the not, same for both men's that and women's. Exciting. No, but you see what I'm saying? They're compensating. Yeah. They're compensating yeah, okay. the three the three point line because they're not shooting from where Trey Young is shooting from. Sure. So <laughs> that nigga, he ain't nowhere near the three point line. <laughs> I say Trey Young don't need a court. You see what I'm saying though? But like, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. He shoots yeah. he shoots those shots very casually. Yeah. You know, when have you ever seen somebody in the WNBA pull up from 35 feet and shoot it casually? That is very true. That's a half-court shot. I think, you know, because I'm going to be really honest. I would watch. If I see a highlight of a girl getting dunked on in a WNBA game, I'm watching. Bro, I'll the tune crazy in. thing is we, got, we have one of the best women's basketball players right in D.C. Yeah. And like, it, it it doesn't even cross my. I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't even cross my mind to go see the the what the fuck is their name? The Mystics. <laughs> what, yeah, what are the Mystics. Names? It's the Mystics. It, it doesn't even cross my mind for me to even like. I I don't know. I don't even think about them. And like, you know, and it's it's bad because for if one of us three were to go play somebody in WNBA, oh they're they're dubbing us. Oh, no, hold on. Is she five ten? Who? I think what's sad also <laughs> is um. I might give her this work. Hold on. <laughs> like they're... NBA players and even some of like the top like best NBA players that actually have a platform, and they go out and they say, you know, we need to support the WNBA, and it still doesn't work. Yeah. Like that's you need something to change. Yeah, like it's a th- a thing is like you see a bunch of the the WNBA have always like complained about like, Oh, we don't get paid as much this and that. Well, the argument has always been, they don't bring in the type of money that the revenue. NBA does. Yeah. All about that. Well, revenue. look at why. Yeah. Well, honestly, like now nah, I'm not even trying to be funny. When's the last time you like, even like just flipping through, like you said, when's the last time you've seen a WNBA game sold out? Never. I've never even seen their WNBA like finals. Maybe in Seattle, whatever they call Seattle, it. I think Seattle's the only stadium that that sold out because you know they don't have an NBA that's team the basketball. anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's all the basketball they had. So and I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, rest in peace. But I think Gigi Bryant was gonna be the savior of the WNBA. I agree. I can. Agree. I, I agree because like, the name. Yeah, she was yep. gonna be it. Yeah, like, I think that's that would have put WNBA. Like really on the map, really, really, yeah, pushing it out there. Yep. And unfortunately, that would have been another. What should we got? 14, 13, 14. Oh, but ten years, like fourteen, another, roughly. Yeah, another, yeah, seven, seven years, maybe six. If she get drafted out of college, so about, yeah, five. she would. She would have sent UConn. Yeah, to so the finals in the madness. That would, that definitely, definitely would have helped them out. But um, you got Shaq daughter coming up. Um, you know, honestly, you hear more about women's college basketball than you do the WNBA. WBA. Yeah. I think it's because there's more teams, to be honest. <laughs> I hear South Carolina's women's well, basketball all the time. Well, not just more teams, but, like, think about, like, 
when Brianna Stewart was at UConn, how often did you you heard about her all the time? Oh yeah, she was on all the talk shows. Yeah, who's the girl that was just at Oregon that oh, went the, the white James she was like Hardy? The number one pick or something? Um, I've heard about her all the time too. Yeah, she she, she got ESPYS and shit too. Yeah, she called called her the white it, James Hardy. Yeah, because she like she had like um broke the record right. Broke the record for know. collegiate scoring or something like that. Yeah, I think she had the most points. I I feel bad because I can't remember her name. Um, oh, uh, Sabrina. Oh, I'm gonna butcher her name. Oh yeah, I I remember the last name. That Jenkins. It starts with a. It's funky. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna attempt to say her name just out of respect, but it was her. Uh, she yeah, plays for the it, New York Liberty. Ion, I think it's Ionskew. Yeah. Well, she's a hooper. She's oh, nice. Yeah. She's nasty. Yeah. Um, but that is true because college, you know, the women definitely get more publicity, I believe. Because look at Brittany Grinder, um, Della Don when she was in college, yep. uh, Brianna Store, like you said, uh, Skylar Diggins, yep. uh, Maya Moore. Oh, like, like let's go. They're on and always on, and, bigger in college. And they're all, they're all in the WNBA. These yeah. are all active players in the WNBA, yep. and we hear nothing about them. And it's because there's more eyes yeah. on college, the college W or college, women's college basketball. I'm sorry. Then there is the WNBA. Yeah. I I don't know why it is. It's the same exact players. But I I don't I don't know. I don't get paid yeah, to make I, those decisions. <laughs> They don't get paid either, so shit. You know, shoot. Well, both we, out of luck. <laughs> you just got them in, what, this is the second year they've been in a 2K game? The WNBA's been in a 2K game, so. Yes. They're making they're making it's, progress. It's yeah. at least a push. It's something. You know, I don't know if a, if a WNBA game will ever, like, standalone game will ever sell. But them being well, attached what, eight, to 2K. 18? Yeah. What, what can you do with 18? That's what I'm saying, yeah. But them being attached <laughs> to, to 2K. Like you said, it's giving them a push. Maybe, yeah, you yeah. know, it'll get sure. more eyes on them. The W or like NBA stars saying how they need to support the WNBA. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely learning more names because of 2K. Yeah, and playing, you know, W and games. I'm definitely learning more names and where players at. Like I didn't know Candace Parker started playing for Chicago. No, I thought her ass was still in LA. Yeah. So, so this it helped. If you take that, maybe you'll get some expansion teams. Like you'll get more more teams out there. Um, yeah, because that's any at least more teams 14. out there mean more more eyes obviously on the league. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but like I said, we have good question. One of the best females right up the street, three three and, hours up the road, and we didn't we didn't even think about the Mystics. Bro. No, <laughs> uh, that was a that was a good question. Yeah, that was a heavy question filled filled with debatable I like topics. I like that. Like Better always. than my question last week. <laughs> hey man, your question was actually good. Which one? Which one? The question. song or the or the prison food? <laughs> the song. <laughs> I like the song. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, last segment. This is the fifteenth episode. We've already made it fifteen episodes of just three guys. Um, best player to wear number fifteen. I'll go first. Okay. Cause my guys can't, they couldn't figure out who I went with. This, this one's gonna be a, I wouldn't say a reach, but it's definitely something different. Like I feel like as soon as he can't be a Johnny Hecker reach. As soon as he says it, I feel like we're gonna be like, dang, we should have got it. 
All right, so my best player to wear number 15 is the Cold Cat from Brandon Florida, who lifted the Nebraska Cornhuskers to a different level from 1992 to 1995, Tommy Frazier. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> it's a quarterback. Right, check it out. Tommy, Tommy Frazier, yep, yeah, quarterback, like Tommy said. Tommy Frazier wasn't the best thrower. He wasn't the best runner. But Tommy Frazier knew how to win games, bro. Like, back-to-back college championships in 1994 and 1995, they beat a stacked Miami team in 94. Then they dog-walked Florida, putting 62 on their head in 1995. He was second in the Heisman in 1995 behind Eddie George. In 35 games, which he started, he racked up 3,500 yards throwing and close to 2,000 yards running in that heavy-run triple-option Nebraska team. And he has... The infamous the run touchdown against Florida in the championship. The <laughs> yeah, it was a read option. He fakes the pitch, breaks a gang of tackles. Three dudes try to tackle him, breaks that. Then breaks another tackle from a DB trying to tackle him. It scores an 80-yard run. But due to health reasons, he didn't enter the draft in 1996. So I'm going with Tommy Frazier for my number 15. Tommy Fra- That slipped my mind completely. I, I forgot all about him. That's crazy. AJ, you want to go or you want me to? Uh, you got it, man. All right. My number 15, you know, played for UNC, played for the Toronto Raptors, the, the New Jersey Nets. I'm sorry, I almost said Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> played for, man, a bunch of a bunch of other teams, too, that, you know. Hey, we will talk about that. Yeah, we'll yeah we, about we, that. Don't, we don't care about too much of those. The only, the only other year we'll give them is the Orlando year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince Carter, Vince Sanity, Mister Half Man, Half Amazing himself. Um, first off, he played 22 years in the NBA. Um, played in three different decades. Yep. Almost, almost made it to a fourth. He was close, but he averaged on his career average 16.7, 4.3, 3.1, which. Obviously, because the last, like, five years of his career, his numbers dipped because he was getting, like, five minutes a game. Yeah, um, yeah. Eight-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, won the Rookie of the Year in 98 and 99. Um, dunk contest champ. Ooh. You know, he had the uh, the the honey dip into the into, in the slam dunk contest. He jumped over somebody in the Olympics. <laughs> you know, he... <laughs> Vince Carter, you know... Take take it what he is. Man it was a, a walking highlight reel. Every time he touched a court, it was must see must see TV for the NBA. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. Last that's, shot of his career was a three pointer. Huh? I said last shot of his career was a three pointer that he made. Yeah, that was <laughs> cool. It really sucks the way his career had to end. I mean, last game know. he played was the fans had to suspend the game, and it was because of COVID. Yeah, it was very um, you know. It's unfortunate. Like I said, the last, what, one, two, three, four, five or six years really kind of brought his numbers down because of what he was averaging. He averaged yeah. man was too, five, man was too damn seven stubborn and a half, to, five, eight, six, and five, you know. Too damn stubborn to go to the, the Warriors or career, something he was, just ride the bench for a, for a chip. Yeah, you know, Toronto, he was averaging, you know, 23 points a game. He averaged 23.6 in, in – New Jersey, you know, 
even even his two years in Orlando, he averaged sixteen point three. So when when he hey, man, did play, he was a hooper. Yeah, them New Jersey yeah. teams was fun. And he was unstoppable it, in two K. It sucks they got dubbed by the Lakers though. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that new teams was fun. Uh Richard Jefferson, him, King and Martin. It was And and fun fact, um his cousin is, I believe, who we voted down as our best player to wear number one. If, oh, T-Mac. if I believe, yeah, T-Mac and Vince Carter are cousins. So, you know, get to keep it in the family a little bit with, with some of the segments. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm not, like, excited about this pick. I was really hoping there'd be someone else better. But my, mind your words here. Don't get, my don't get best booted pl- out again. My best player to wear, number 15, is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to let you defend it. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. Defend it. Yeah, two, <laughs> two Super Bowls in four years for his career. Uh, he's already had over 14,000 passing yards, uh, which – if you count his rookie year, which he basically sat on the bench, he threw for 284. So technically, two Super Bowls in three years in which he started the entire season. Um, but he's already over 14,000 passing yards for his career. Uh, he's over 100 touchdowns. His um, touchdown to interception ratio is 1.4%. It's crazy. Huh? Um, did I say that right? Let me double check this. Hold on. I'm sorry. That's his percentage of times intercepted while attempting to pass. So, in his attempts, it's still 1.4, which that's pretty good. Um, his QBR for his career is 108.7. That's good. So, that's pretty solid. What's the highest? Um, Like 158 or something? Listen. 158.7. 158.7. I, I don't something like that. Uh, I, don't, I think I that is like the highest more. you can potentially be for a for a huh like the perfect the perfect QBR. I is think is 158.7. 158. Yeah, 158. Um, okay. But NFL MVP, two-time Pro Bowl. He's only he's literally a year younger than me, and he's half a billionaire. So Patrick Mahomes. Here. Uh, I don't know which one I hate more. I don't know if I hate this one or the Joe Burrow one more. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest with you. The the best player to wear number 15, and he's been a starter for three seasons? For three seasons? Look. Listen. AJ, it's your pick, so I'm going to let it rock. But I want you to know. I mean, he, he's he, – He's, I mean, obviously his career is still new. That's you what know, I'm saying. It's still, Three years. His like, career still got a diaper on, but if we homie, homie, nice. <laughs> he is for sure. If we had this talk in five more years, when he's got some more, some more years under his belt, I could roll with it. Three years as okay, a starter, I don't NFL know if I can roll with is that. the better number fifteen in your opinion, then Vince Carter, Bart Starr, Dustin Pedroia. Dustin Pedroia didn't play in the NFL. Oh, oh, I thought you just meant in general. <laughs> no. Uh, so Brandon Marshall. If you okay, if you want to put it into perspective, if 
you want to put it in perspective, Bart Starr played for, let's see, 15 years, and he only had 152 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes is already at 114 oh. through oh. three seasons. So, look, look, that's that's really funny that you're using that because you remember the argument I made a couple weeks ago about – and you guys said, it's relative to the, to the generation. Where's that argument for this? That's true because we said that for Terry Bradshaw. Damn, sure. that's crazy. That's crazy how everything AJ says, it always ends up coming back around full circle always. on him. <laughs> Start nicknaming him Boomerang. That's crazy. Ooh. Wow. Boomerang. Wow. That is absolutely nuts. Well, yeah. yeah what's what's Bart start, uh stats? All right. Bart start for his career. Um, 152 touchdowns, 24,718 passing yards, 80.5 passer rating. Hey. No Super Bowl. Uh, he was a four-time Pro Bowl selection, NFL MVP, 1966 season. Hey. But, but no Super Bowl. That's some good stats, especially um, for what, what, play all the way back, I mean, back then? Sure, listen, 100%. Listen, M, I don't know if you said it or not because you kind of cut out on me. I'm, I'm assuming you said two-time Super Bowl champ. And then did you for, say also say five-time NFL champ? For Bart Sarr? You still cutting out on me? I need a head nod, yes or no, for me. So that's uh, his mic suck. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if like I said, it's your it's your pick. I'll let it rock, but three years as a starter is kind of kind of pushing it for me. That that might be pushing it more than the Joe Burrow is the greatest college quarterback of all time off one season. Well, uh, Bart start go to college yet? <laughs> He went to college at Alabama. Yes, sir. Roll, roll tide. <laughs> so. All right. Well. So I'm, um, I'm going with uh, Vince Carter for 15. Yeah. Fuck you. I like, show. I, like Vince, I like Vince Carter also. And you, DB. And, and Tommy Frazier. Because I, I know DB like is going to say Carter something also. to us about it coming up like, oh, you're a hater on Patrick Mahomes. So before you even say that, I try to defend him, DB. So before you even say that, DB, I want you. You can you can lick my balls from the back. <laughs> ah. Did I? I mean, I really uh. didn't want to pick anyone else to be honest. Like it just didn't fit. You you uh, could have picked. You could have picked all kinds of people. Go, you want to give some honorable mentions for this week, huh? For uh, some I mean, some Brandon can. Marshall. <laughs> some some people you could have picked instead of. Uh, someone who I like kind of had on my head, top of my head, Jim Edmonds. Look, you know um, what? If you would have said Tim Tebow in college, I would have taken it. True. <laughs> I would have took Tim Tebow. But here we are. Uh, Vince Carter. I'm not taking Mello. Mello. Mello for the Nuggets was. I'll say. Hey, they made it to the Western Conference Final. Dustin Pedroia. Come on, man. Carlos Beltran, AJ, all these, all these baseball people. You could, you like baseball. That is true. I do like baseball. But are they the better number fifteen? No. Huh? He I said, said but are they the better number fifteen? No. 15. Yes. Dustin Madroya. 
better than Patrick Mahomes. No. <laughs> That's crazy, AJ. No. Uh, a guy who did it for 15 years isn't better than a guy who did it for three. That's crazy. That's crazy. Nope. The man. The man's got Brandon one, one ring. Marshall. One ring. He. I think he's gonna get at least. I mean, he'll have more. Two, three more. Do you know it? That's that's great. So when he gets those two or three more, we can revisit this conversation. As he and I'll say he's the best player to wear number fifteen. If when he gets I, two to three more, even if he get if he gets me one more, one one or two more, yeah, I'll say he's the best player to wear fifteen. But right. I can't give well, it to somebody off three years. I feel, on I that feel. note, that's going to be the I'm end expected. of the show. We're going to let Silent Bob over here attempt to get out whatever he's saying. You really can't hear me? <laughs> what is wrong with your mic, man? It says... <laughs> All right, look, huh? So, a- know, AJ's gone, so know. we're going to get this going right here. You know, I don't know what's going me on. and Q will do the outro for the week. But, um... Uh, what the what the what the you know, thanks for tuning in to, for an- to another episode of Just Three Guys. We're yeah, happy no. that you listen along. Tell Ooh. somebody about us, you know, spread the word for us, help us out a little bit. Any questions you guys want to hear, let us know. Give us a like and follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I believe I believe all our contact information, like in terms of the email, is all up there. Um, if it's not, we'll definitely get that up there for you guys. But um, leave a review, whatever you listen on. We're happy you guys listen. Hope everybody's staying safe out there. Q, you got anything else to say? All I got to say is, she's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> She can run away. <laughs> <laughs> we think. I think. I. I think we got AJ back. AJ, anything? Anything else? Uh, no. I'm good. You did. You did great. All right. Cool. I, On the I, I got the seal of approval from uh from Pops. So, <laughs> um, unless Daquan's got a joke he wants to say, that's gonna be it. Nah, man. I, I ain't got no joke. I'm gonna leave you alone today. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a go. All right, y'all. Have a good week. All right. We out. We out.